Hi class, I want to talk to you about Neil Gaiman on the meaning of fairy tales. And so if you can, you might want to open up that link as well so you can look at it as we're starting to talk about it. So one of the things that I want you to think about and the reason why I want you to read um, this article is because it really starts to show um, sort of what an RIP essay should be about and what you need to think about in your RIP essay. So I want to kind of use this and his ideas and thoughts on Sleeper and the Spindle to help you think about what are the things that you need to be talking about in your own RIP essay um, as you go through. So one of the things that I want to talk about first is message because that'll be one of the main things that you want to talk about in your essay. And so he has two places where he talks about essay. If we look at the beginning here, he says, you don't need princes to save you, says Neil Gaiman, speaking about his new fairy tale, The Sleeper and the Spindle. I don't have a lot of patience for stories in which women are rescued by men. So we get that first message, and that's a pretty clear message of um, that this is going to be a story about empowering women. And so we go on and we kind of see what's going happening in terms of the article. But the message gets a little more complex, and the message gets um, refined a little bit. And as we get towards the end, we actually see kind of more why this matters and, and what happens in terms of what we're looking at. And in the last um, two to three paragraphs here, we really get a kind of a more nuanced idea about what he's saying about women, right? So he kind of talks about um, fairy tales are more than true, not because they tell us dragons exist, but because they tell us dragons can be beaten. And he then goes on in the last paragraph to say, um, the point about Snow White is that you can keep fighting. The point about Snow White is that even when those who are meant to love you put you in an intolerable situation, you can run away, you can make friends, you can cope. And that message, that even when all is the darkest, um, you can think your way out of trouble, is huge. So there we get kind of the complexity and really what it means and, what, and the so what part of this. So that's what I want you to think about in your own essay um, as you're talking about this. One, why you're talking about about the message and kind of here's sort of the premise and what you're you're thinking about but then kind of making it more complex and perhaps in the conclusion of your RIP essay really kind of nuancing that and giving us a point to kind of move away from and to to look at as well the other thing that I want to then look at really quickly is talk about audience and so thinking about who that audience is and um, what they're looking at. And he kind of talks about this just very briefly in talking about fairy fairy tales are for children, or that children can understand them, but adults need to understand them even more. And that's something that you can think about as well. I'm, I'll be talking a little bit more in the next section about context and genre. So the next thing that I want to talk about is looking at context and genre in um, the article. And so what I want you to think about in terms of genre is that he's really starting to look at fairy tales here. And so what is he thinking about fairy tales and what are we kind of looking at? And so actually he doesn't do this, but the author of the piece, um, Gabby Wood, looks more at kind of what is that genre of fairy tales and where do they come from and what what do they need to kind of look at and so we get some of this this interesting ideas and i and points in terms of fairy tales so one 
um, kind of relates back to audience, right? And kind of talks about our fairy tales back in fashion and how does that relate to the audience and particularly looks at this idea of Frozen, right? And kind of say, saying, here's what Frozen is and here's what we're looking at in terms of Frozen. And as well, really starts to to talk about this idea of Frozen and um, the agency of women and how that kind of modern context is important to what we're looking for in this idea of Sleeper and the Spindle. And so that gives us kind of a reason as to see why his arguments and his points of view within the story also would be relevant to a modern audience. So that's something that you can think about is really looking at how context and what your context relates to a particular audience. But it also then kind of talks about the context of the genre, right? And and looking at what has happened with the genre and here's what the genre was originally used for. Here's how it's kind of changed and what needs to be thinking about in terms of that. And really then looking at how, um, Gaiman reacts to genre, particularly in terms of this idea. So he kind of talks about, and some of these things, really Angela Carter and the Bloody Chamber. And so he says, the Bloody Chamber is such an important book to me. Angela Carter, for me, is still the one who said, you see these fairy stories, fairy stories, these things that are sitting at the back of the nursery shelves. Actually, each one of them is a loaded gun. Each of them is a bomb. Watch. If you turn it right, it will blow up. And we all went, oh my gosh, she's right. You can blow things up with these. And so we get this kind of idea of what he's trying to do and how he's trying to maybe detonate our ideas um, of fairy tales and what needs to happen. And so he kind of talks about that particularly and goes into kind of the context of talking about um, Sleeping Beauty and what what that means and really that it's it's this idea of um, the nightmare of your mother-in-law and kind of the message of what is happening there. So we get a lot of these ideas and, and situated in context, talking about message, talking about how this is then applicable to a modern day audience and what that then means for us and what we need to take out of it in terms of this. So those are the things that I want you to think about in your own RIP essay as you start to kind of go through and consider those. And I'll give you some more pieces of advice about the RIP essay in the next section. So as you start to think about your RIP essay and how you're putting it together, there are a few things that I really want you to take stock of and to think about. First of all, in terms of the RIP essay, you really want to think about your introduction and you want to think about telling your reader what you're doing, why you're doing it, how is it relating to our class theme text and what's happening there, as well as then what is your message and what is your genre. So the intro really has to pack a lot in and to quickly kind of show why this matters, why is this urgent. So look again at um, the the intro to Gaiman and, and see how that's done and how you can kind of do that yourself in your own intro. The next thing is then you really want to be looking at and in your body paragraphs talking about message, genre, audience, context, perhaps um, who you are as the writer as well, depending on what you're doing and how you're kind of personifying that. So those are the things that need to happen. But one of the things that you really want to think about when you're talking about your rhetorical choices is that you're not just summarizing what you're doing. This isn't just a summary. This isn't just a narrative in terms of here's the progress. Well, then I did this and then I did that. That's not what we're interested in in terms of the essay. It really needs to be analytical. And so one of the best ways to make it analytical is to really think about 
um, these elements in relationship to each other. And I talk a little bit about how he, he does that and how, um, Gabby Woods talks about that in terms of like the context and relationship to the audience or the audience and relationship to genre. And that's what you want to think about as you're starting to craft this is to say, okay, well, here's how my genre is going to affect my audience, or here's why this genre is the most appropriate for this audience, or here's why based on this context, this is the message that my audience needs to hear now about this and why that's important and how it might have an effect. Remember that you want to go back to those same things that we looked at in our our RAs, which is the why, the how, and then to what effect. So make sure that you're looking at those and really kind of talking um, carefully about those answers. And then as you move through and once you get to your conclusion, you end up with those larger picture issues of so what, why does this matter? And one of the things that I want you to look at in the sample papers is really the annotated bibliographies and how they have strong academic sources as well as popular sources to help back up and talk about what they did and what they created and why they created that. So those are things that I want you to think about as well as you're putting together this RIP essay.